fuck you, Dad. What? He was, yeah, he was from. I mean, and this was what this a talented was, city. What an. I mean, I bet they were leader. super proud of him, right? Because they were probably so, very. There was no one else from Raleigh. This was huge. This basically, if someone from Raleigh had stepped foot on the moon, we would have cared less because we couldn't have voted on it. It was huge. People had viewing parties. Yeah. They were shutting down streets. They were. They were shutting stuff. down streets. I remember there being a parade being in the works for him being one. And I remember he worked at the YMCA that I was going to go to. And I remember being like, I could have gotten taught <laughs> by Clay Aiken. It was the first time I had ever had some sense of like what my life could have been. Uh-huh. It, I had a real existential. And my brother. He would have brought you too. He would have. He would have been like, Yeah, I can sing, and this kid can swim. This kid can. <laughs> there would have been a moment where he's singing "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls," and I'm like. I'm <laughs> <laughs> there doing a thing and i remember my brother got a <laughs> a reuben stuttered cd i loved reuben stuttered I my never brother got was, a CD. he was a pro it was it was his first act of protest it was like wearing like you know goth makeup around your parent like he he getting a reuben stuttered cd in raleigh was that was his like we're oh, that not was the god same year. that was, it was the, the same, same year. year and he oh, got yeah, the stuttered very, CD. yeah that's funny. so michael was like i'm getting that the stuttered <laughs> that, that we're not gonna take it it was a really bold move that is a bold move. That that he was in Scooby Doo. He was that. I was gonna mention that fact, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker got into Scooby Doo. Got in. How <laughs> mad do you think Clay Aiken? Was? Well, he had a good career actually. Clay Aiken really. He, had, he was gonna what be. Was, a, uh, what was that song he had? Didn't he have a song? I don't remember. I just remember his soft eyes. Yeah, I don't remember what his song nice was. Face. He had a nice. I think Sam Smith just ate him Kirby yeah, style. That's really what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I think they said it's not. Do you working. see that video of Sam Smith performing, and he's like in this in a romper. Yeah, they got he's him in like a, romp- a tight romper, and it was like, oh, buddy. Oh yeah, no. You don't yeah. know. You gotta go. You're kind of dad bodding out right yeah, now. Yeah, the, the move would be at this stage is to start wearing a lot of like, become a real coat guy. Yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Do a lot of songs about being coat. <laughs> songs called like Into the Dark, where there's a lot of low lighting, but he's kind of yeah. Owning. Unholy should be about like eating nacho cheese at two a.m. <laughs> That's really what. That's really unholy. That's what it should be about. <laughs> that sing, song is you also sing chocolate fucking milk hot in your cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that song is kind of central. It is. It gets me going. Oh yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a good bop. It's a good pop. Right it's a good there. bop. I even I even even tied Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Happy I Holidays. Mean, happy Merry Christmas. Happy. How Christmas. was it? It was great. I went in there for like four days. I went. Wow, that's a quick. It was a quick that's a, in and that's out. That's very quick. I'll tell you what happened. Is that I thought I did four days, and I was like, I don't know. Did if you I... just write "I don't love my family" on your face <laughs> the whole time? Because that's what no, I would have been thinking. I, I, when you come in and they say, "What day are you leaving?" and you say six <laughs> hours, day. six hours after Christmas ends, because Christmas was on that Sunday, and yeah. I left on Monday. Wow. So it's basically like, wow, like basically opening a gift, putting it in a in in your <laughs> in suitcase, suitcase, and then just walking out of the house. It's truly it's it's honestly you're 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 taking a gift away from your mom on Christmas cuz she's aware of but like I thought I was going to be able to move my seat. I was like I'm going to go down there. I'm going to see what North Carolina's like. Probably what's going to happen is the spirit of Christmas is going to take me. Yes. And yeah, then yeah. I'll like It truly does. And then I'll I'll stay there for longer. And then but I didn't know that I had gotten basic economy economy basic bit like you're not allowed to move 
I called them up and I was like, "Can I change my ticket, sir?" And they're like, "You're not allowed to call us with this, <laughs> with the with the ticket you have. I don't know who gave you customer service. We will take off with the plane. You don't get a seatbelt on this yeah, plane." Yeah, I can't believe I'm even talking. Yeah, to you right you, now. They said, "I said uh, it says basic economy." Just heard, beep. Like, <laughs> I was supposed to be in the cargo hold, but I just sweet talked a guy uh-huh. to let me to let me to the top. So it was a quick in and out. I was, I was back in North Carolina. Hell yeah, you uh. If I, I don't a, mind I had me a big asking, Christmas. had a big is this this big is the big baby. pot announcement popped the question popped popped it up the question and I, I gotta say you know uh, it didn't go as expected yeah what happened well here's the thing is uh, you know I I pretty much had the yes in the bag okay yeah that's in the bag that's confirmed I think that's... any anybody who pops a question nowadays like we you figure it out. You don't. Yeah. There's not a lot of guys just being like. I feel like in the 70s and 80s, it was just like they were just getting down on one <laughs> really knee and, and really rolling the dice. After three months of dating, they were just, just yeah. swinging it. They were like, but, "Okay, you just met my parents today, da da." And it's like, uh, but now it's like a, it's like a back room deal. It's kind of like how in the NBA they'll announce the trade the day of because <laughs> yeah, they've been yeah. working behind the scenes the whole time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there, we were we made out a deal. We were working a lot behind the scenes, so I wasn't nervous about that. I was nervous because I knew I was going to surprise her, and she hates surprises. Like, uh. really doesn't fuck with it. Like, she's one of those people, like, if I threw a surprise party, she would, like, stab somebody first before being like, oh, it's a party. Like, she's she's on guard. Kick you know? someone down, really. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know if I'm going to get, like, crying happy or if she's going to, like, not want to do it. And, you know, it is nerve-wracking. Yeah. It's a lot of vulnerability, yeah. you know. Uh, so I I proposed on Christmas, mm-hmm. and uh, I told her parents to ask us to leave to, like, get cream or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they did such a good job doing that. I thought we really needed cream. <laughs> I thought I thought it was a legitimate chore. I was like, "Oh shit, they really went all out and like dumped the cream in the toilet so that they needed cream. We got to go get cream." You're I'm just like, like, "Listen, this is I, I can't propose now. We've got the storage closed. We got to get French vanilla. They close early for the holiday." It's hilarious because it's Christmas morning, right? So Kelly's downstairs, like making coffee, you know, cheerful. Mm-hmm. I'm upstairs in the bedroom in like this rocking chair. <laughs> Like, with the weed pen, just, like, slowly taking small hits and being like, no, it'll be okay. She (laughs) she definitely knew something was up. And then, uh, so I was like, all right, let's go get the cream. We drive to one gas station, no cream. So oh, I was so like, you're actually going to get the cream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, in my universe, we need cream. That's that's thing one, and then we'll get to thing two, right? So then we drive the gas station. Could two. there have been any sort of marijuana influence on any probably, of this? That, probably, that, that probably, could, probably not a good idea. Probably it, a lot of addict behavior. There could before. have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to nitpick, Mark, maybe getting <laughs> baked before proposing isn't like the best idea. It does make it a lot more special. It makes it a little bit more of a magical world. <laughs> it's truly the thing. We're going in, so you go to get cream. <laughs> I know. We're walking around this gas station. There's no cream. I go, fuck. Let's go to this other gas station. We drive more to go to this other gas station. We secure the cream. Then we go back, and we and on her way to her house, we drive by my old house where I grew up, which is where yeah. we went on our first dates in high school and stuff. So I, so I pull over. Now, it's Christmas Day in Minnesota. It's like hmm, maybe a degree. 
Yeah, Maybe it was a very cold then. I've, this was during the polar vortex of all vortex. Weathermen were dying. They yeah. were stepping outside to report on it, and they never saw their families again. I stepped over several dead animals yeah, no, you when have. I got out of the car. I'm so, surprised your car. Yeah, so you. I pull past the house, and I have I have to do something to try to get her out of the car. So I look at the house, and I'm like, Oh, oh did you see that? Something crazy. Something that's crazy. That's so crazy. Something crazy's happening. That's wild. You gotta go. You gotta come see this. Got so like, I open the door, and she goes, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> And I, I was like, oh, shit. Like, she doesn't really, she never goes to zero to what the fuck are you doing you a lot. To, you tried to first broach the idea of a surprise, and immediately it was guns out. It, it was, yeah, yeah. Was, she was standing her ground. And I was like, you just got to come see this crazy shit. It's at the ha- I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then, so I get out of the car, and she goes, all right, fuck. Oh my god! And she slams the door, and then she immediately goes, "It's cold as hell out here." And I was like, "Yeah." "Yeah." And I get down on one knee, right? And then she approaches me, and I go, "You know, will you marry me?" Everything. And she looks at me, and she goes, "We went to two gas stations." I was like, I literally looked at the studio audience. I looked to the left. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do here. Like, it's. Say yes, let's do that, then get after me about going to two gas... Don't lead out with two gas stations. You gotta say, this is that's something we maybe say after the car... Perhaps it was the two gas stations thing that made her reassessing the whole thing. She was really like, this motherfucker... It's Christmas Day and this guy doesn't even know where to go to get cream, and he's high as shit. She's going. She's she before then, before that morning when she was making coffee, she was a for sure yes. And the next thing you know, you're going into Circle K, being like, oh, I don't think milk will work. As she's waiting in the car, having no circulation to her feet, and she's like, maybe this isn't the forever. But when did you? She what? said yes. There was a great embrace. Oh, and then I saw the pictures. Who took the pictures? Well, that's the thing. The sister-in-law really wanted to take pictures. And I said, well, this is where I'm planning on doing it if you want to be, like, walking by at some point or whatever. So she (laughs) was hiding in the neighbor's yard in a full snowsuit. It looked like a ghillie suit. It looked like a military spec ops ghillie suit. And she was like, where the fuck were you going? Like, she was pissed off, too. I pissed off two women while proposing. And I was like, we had to go to two gas stations to get cream. And then we get to the house, we get back to the house, and we pull up with the cream. We get pull, we pull up to the cream. Kelly's mom is like, what the fu- why'd you get cream? Three women upset at me. The whole family every single time was <laughs> And I was like, damn, dude, I fucked up by getting the cream. And everyone's like, yeah, that's pretty dumb of you, but hey. We met, you know. Hey, you I know, did it really in Nick style, you know. I, just the idea of really you... stumbling across the finish line. <laughs> really, <laughs> really, honestly, it's the dedication that's going to make you a great husband. It's that, it's that thing of it's Christmas Day and we're going out there. The idea of the sister-in-law dressed like a special ops sniper, dressed like she's about to go storm, <laughs> like it's in World War II and she's about to go take a Nazi hold. If I saw her America. hiding, I would be like, she is doing something bad. This <laughs> is ba- this is negative. Whatever it is, it's negative. It's negative. Just wait. She looked great. It was like in Call of Duty, you know, when you're like, the, the camera's panning across like a, a scene of wilderness, and then all of a sudden someone will like stand up and you're like, Just oh move. shit. Yeah, They've it was literally the time. that. So Invisible. Did she... 
did she make her present? So she took the picture and she said, I'm so happy for you guys. And then she came over and was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> she approached us and was like, what were you doing? I'm cold as hell. Like I've been outside for f- like 25 minutes and it's like a degree. There's like wind and shit. Oh. And I was like, we had to go to two gas stations to get, get to get cream. And then we pulled up to the house and they're like, why'd you get cream? And then everyone was just like, God damn it, man. You didn't need cream. But yeah, it was a... That is... It was a... It was, and then Christmas was awesome. There was a bunch of family. At, the families met each other. Oh, that's very big. The family The, the parents each met each other. Yeah. Uh, we decided to do it on neutral ground. We went to a bar that was like, you know... That's good. That that's way fair. it's in public. Everyone unload their weapons. Leave People their weapons got at the door. Hammer. This wedding is going to be out of control. Yeah, this is going to be wow. When the parents met each other, they every every adult had five plus five oh plus beers. Oh my god! And that's every, a healthy. That's a medical. Dose. My mom was slur. I'm so happy for you guys. So it's just beautiful. Like <laughs> holding in tears, and I'm like. I, Okay. I'm just imagining people getting... I spent getting, $2,000. People getting... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing people getting more and more... You actually get the fucking cream, you fucking... <laughs> just, but yeah, that was, it was a big Christmas. Nice New Year's. Uh, I don't know it, how it would feel, but it it feels free. Yeah. I mean, I was I It was feels more ask, free. I don't know how to explain that. But like it's it's kind of like nice. this is better than most people heard. So it's, it's kind of like if you're if you have a shit car, like an old classic car, right? And you're nervous about selling it, and then uh-huh. somebody finally signs the paperwork <laughs> to be like, "I'll buy this piece of shit car from you," and you're like, "Oh, oh my god, my god, I no longer have to." I do don't have to worry about the piece of shit car. Somebody bought it. <laughs> have to do maintenance. Their families <laughs> yeah, get towed around. I don't have to get any parts anymore. <laughs> I I I, uh, I did a spot in Minneapolis, uh, don't tell show. It was like sold out. It was a fucking hot show. I needed a hot show too, because yeah. I was like, there was a lot of family and stuff, and I got to like be by myself, go to a hot, hot, hot show. Those hotel rooms are hot. And uh, I did a bunch of jokes, and then I like was like, oh, my fiance and stuff. So I was talking, you know, and then uh, these like four girls approached me after the show and yeah. they were like oh does your wife know about and it was cool to hear a wife you know yeah does your wife know about all the jokes and stuff and it was totally like beforehand you know I, i've been kelly f- with kelly for a long time so it was never like a thing of you know yeah. but i would always just be this weird level of nervous i don't i don't know how to explain it but having the having the paperwork if I'm just like, yeah, that's my wife. You guys know I have a wife. And so we're all disarmed. We're all disarmed having a good time. Yeah, there is. That is a good point is that they're also <laughs> true as the second that a girl kind of hears that you're officially in a relationship. Well, of course, they then are, they all want to talk to me. They flocking. bought me a drink. And I was like, no woman has never, <laughs> never bought me a drink. You, you said wife on stage and they're coming up. They're all getting women are buying me <laughs> drinks. It's insane. Insane. <laughs> I didn't know it came with that many perks. I didn't think other women were going to be involved at all. But it turns out it's a nice little perk. No, it is kind of a, a good way to be like, you know what, I'm not actually a creepy person. Someone has bought the car. You don't have to worry about the car running you over, the car taking a thing. I'm purchased. I'm completely off the market. I'm purchased. I'm. You are Now, she might be a little bit upset to hear this, is that being like, I well, sold yeah, the... So, yeah, because I bought a Lexus. Yeah, she, I, I, I'm, I'm great. To, you know, she bought a... It's going to need a lot of work. She, she bought one of those, like, Soviet cars that when you slam the door closed, it explodes. She's got one of those. But this is awesome. 
This is awesome yeah. for me as someone that's a big fan of the racing and a big fan of the car. Someone yeah. that loves, I'm I'm happy for you. I was and very, she loves being compared to objects too. So I, I I'm <laughs> happy for her to hear that I called her Alexis. I'm going to tell you a little bit of story on my end about what yes. happened. Is that I said to my mom, I was like, "How do you feel about like?" I thought it was very sweet, and I was gonna. This is how I was gonna. This is how I was gonna broach the fact that you got married. I was like, uh, to my mom and to my sister-in-law. I was like, "How do you feel about people getting married on, like, proposing on Christmas Day?" And my mom was. She just like you know. She was like making something in a skillet, and she just goes, "I can't stand it." And she said, "I mean, with like the, uh, like, I mean, I can't. I, audio, you can't get the shake. Like, I just asked her, just like about a horrific past. Like, I'd asked her about being tortured, and then like I had the photo of you kind of being there, and I was like, Nick just did that, and she was like, oh, and then I showed it to her, and she's like, that's very sweet. He did it nice. He did it in front of a house. That's very good. But there was there was a brief moment where we might have to hedge asking Donna to the wedding because I think she's got some lingering feelings. Trust me, if." Uh... If I'm inviting Donna to this yeah, wedding, is, I've is, hit the Powerball, okay? <laughs> if if Donna is in the spectrum of who I'm inviting, because this that's the other thing. That's also I, like elementary school bus drivers coming, if yeah. Donna's coming. That's that's <laughs> yeah, the entire like, extended family. We, for some reason, have decided to reach to the nethers this is, of who This is we the know. end of Big Fish. Everyone you've ever met is coming. We... Cause I, you know, I was I was stressing for like months trying to. I was like, we gotta get to the. I considered buying the ring, the finish line, which is foolish. Yeah. Because buying the ring now, we have to get. We have to have a wedding of some sort. It it is a promise for a thing. Something I, needs to happen now. <laughs> some expensive thing needs to happen sometime in the future. It is put on the dates for an expensive thing. I do. But remember, you can wait years. That's that's the long. trick of it. First of all. COVID is still around, and there's a lot of big COVID concerns. <laughs> That's true. Now there's, I'm going to be super into you gotta COVID. you got to be so into COVID. Just, man, there's a new strain coming over. It's coming over from Shanghai, and they don't know what it is. But needless to say, honestly, it's it's one of those things that spreads. Like somehow like COVID spread through that people with uh, beards. This one might spread through rings. So you might yeah. need to take that yeah, ring yeah, back, yeah. give me the 2,000, and then maybe I use Yeah, it. guys, we're going to have to postpone another year. Cake guy got COVID. I don't cake know. I, 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 I promise you. We need a cake. You, you can't can. get married without a cake. Everyone I, knows that. I don't know if you know. We made a cake. We set up the new venue. There's just been an absolute, there's just been an infestation of uh, of American chicken eggs. And it's just, this cake was baked with it. We're going to have to decontaminate the spot. It's crazy. We had appetizers. Turtle soup. Actually really nice. <laughs> turtle flu. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Another year. It's crazy. <laughs> well, this wedding is going to be inc- it's going to be really incredible though. We were going to it was going to be a nice one. It was going to be in the barns. They're calling it Ground Zero of SARS. They're calling it I'm telling you, you can look on 60 minutes. They did a thing about it. So, I keep joking around with her family cuz on Christmas, you know, it, I have a couple of beverages. That's what I do on Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm an adult, you know. Hey, I I ain't your PO. <laughs> I ain't your officer. <laughs> So they they keep they ask like do you have a wedding date which is insane it's like we just got engaged today can y'all chill about yeah. a wedding date we'll get a wedding they're like what do we, when do we have to save the date all that kind of stuff and then w- to one of her relatives I was like you know we're just gonna get married in the park pop a couple forties everybody gets a pack of cigarettes we're gonna have fun 
And then she she gave the most sincere like, ah, I'm sure whatever you do will be nice. Oh, that's so awesome! Like, I'm joshing around <laughs> for crying. You think I'm that much of a piece of shit? <laughs> that, that that's so sweet. But it's funny that's exactly I, how it is. My like, family members would react. Yeah, to it. I have like a Bud Light tall boy in my hand. I'm like, we're gonna pop a couple forties. This is a person I met twice, so they like they have no idea who I am. We're gonna go to the bowling alley. I know the guy that signs the shoes. We're gonna get unlimited plays, and I'm we're gonna. We're going to elope right there. We're going to do it in the arcade room. They have great old fashions. They put the stuff, they polish the shoes with the the, the they shine. A, they put a little bit of shine in it. A little bit of shine in it. And you only notice it when you try to drive home and you see double vision. But let me tell you something. It's real good. You guys are all invited. The more the merrier. Now, but, who, uh, so do you, the date is going to be coming up. It's going to be prepared. It's, I am uh, 2024 at the latest. Let's my friend. Get, you know what? Put the ten. You know, do it like they do Marvel movies. Just be like, we're planning a new phase of development. We don't want to spoil it for the fans. Yeah, it'll be 2024, maybe 2025. You know what Something I mean? Something like that. If I were you, I don't know. I want like I, I want I want more than one bachelor party. Is that okay? No one's. No I one's feel like going... I want a bachelor party every year until I get married. How about that? <laughs> You should not. So the plan is we're not going to get married. Let's just go ahead and do I just want to get drunk with my boys. <laughs> <laughs> I just really, that's really why I'm doing this. I want to get drunk with my boys like two or three more, like really just go after it. Just absolutely Although go. getting drunk at your own wedding, I feel like that's kind of trashy. You got to do it really late in the night. Then you can get absolutely Yeah, asleep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you do you can't is, be, is you <laughs> can't be up there like, I do. You know what you I do. Uh, I fucking love you so fucking much. You're so good in that dress. Uh, they said, you know, my mom hates you, but I fucking love you. You may now bitch. kiss the bride. I'm going to fuck her all night long, <laughs> baby. I don't care what they say about you. I, I don't gonna, care what, what they, they say. say about you. Everyone's been like, this won't work. It's going to work. You know how people do a thing where they'll have two bachelor parties if they have like a split friend group, like one lives on the West Coast. That's one... coward. That's coward. Here's what you got to do. Cowardice. You got to be like. No, I'm split... having a hodgepodge. No, I'm maybe. saying split friend group. I got to go to a bachelor party for my friends that live in Lakeview, bachelor party <laughs> for my friends that live in Albany Park. You got to have the most. Get everyone in, included, invite them around. That could be good. I'll be coming around. I'm going to a bachelor party on February. Get out of here. Where at? At Haraz Casino. Nice. In Harris. Harris. This is good. Harris Casino. In Vegas? No, in Cherokee, North Carolina. Oh, so, I've never been to that casino. I've always wanted to go. Every time I tell people I'm going. I don't think it's a real destination. No, they say you're going there. They say how, and there's not like a plane that goes to Cherokee. Nope. I honestly think I might have to take a horse. I don't know how you get there. I'm pretty sure someone, it has to be the, yeah. And so I'm going there. I'm driving with, I'm flying into Charlotte, and then I'm driving three hours with my friend, and he rented a cabin, and we're just going to go cabin to casino to cabin and fly out. So the plan, I don't really know exactly what's happening. I know I'm probably going to lose a lot of money. I hear it's very sad. I hear there's not a lot of people. There's like a couple of people that are in a game floor that are on like oxygen tanks. Well, it's a casino. I mean, listen. But I hear this one is like. Casinos are sad. I don't want, don't get it twisted. But Cherokee, there's not a lot going on. I've been to Cherokee one time before. And let me tell you something, we got them. I mean, it is not, (laughs) it is not really nice. It's like a North You did a number on them. Did a not, like mission, unfortunately mission. I mean, it's not good up there, dude. In Cherokee, it's not well. And there's nothing to do other than the casino. Yeah. And we're just going to hang out with it. Kind of sounds cool to me. Yeah, this does. Honestly, I might, we might need to do like a little switcheroo situation. Well, my bachelor party is in Asheville, so similar. What? When is it? 
uh, end of March, <sighs> different time. But uh, it's like a rented out cabin mansion, and I'm gonna try to bring shroom chocolate. That's gonna be. People and are doing this a lot more. I like the shroom chocolate because you, you can just take a square of the shroom chocolate. And, and guess what? It doesn't taste like shrooms. That's the best part. That was huge because the yeah. shroom, the taste of the shrooms. The was taste, on. the texture, the everything, the, the look. The look. looks like something you shouldn't be eating. It looks, your body, every part of it coming in contact with your body, your body's sending huge rejection signals. Yeah, it's like, that looks like a moldy <laughs> penis. Please don't eat that. Please and stop. And you go, no, 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 it, it'll be fun. It, <laughs> and and, no, no, no. and every, even be... your stomach's like, no, it's not fun. You're like, it, yes, it, it is. is. You're going to enjoy this because you're literally your body's reacting to like a it's probably it's probably a poison i don't know it but it's probably a negative uh, probably a little bit of there's it there's gotta be something I in there that's know. not good I i've know. had a lot of good times i've had a lot also you're gonna be in Asheville, which means you're gonna be that's amongst the, the nature yes that's where you're supposed to take it you're gonna look you're gonna see the aurora borealis cops are on mushrooms cops there dude they're they're distracted by the lights they turn they on their own be on reds mushrooms because most of the people they're dealing with are on mushrooms so they're like i gotta be in the <laughs> space man they gotta they're look. like joey diaz they're like I gotta get in. I gotta get in there with you. They've gotta be. They've gotta. You know, like that movie uh, Jumper, where you have to like you have a stick and you can jump. They've gotta oh, be on the yes, same yes, plane exactly. as the people they're catching. No, they've gotta be in the astral realm uh -huh. with them. And I'm sure that's something that they tell their supervisors when they ask why they're doing mushrooms. You saying plane made me think of a funny story, but I want to check. You got this notes is for terrible it? podcasts. Oh wow, we've been cooking. That's okay. Let's do some doc talk. Let's do some, Let's doc, get talk, some doc talk, and then we'll wrap it up after the doc talk. Because me and Mark, uh, we did it once on the Patreon. We gotta keep. We gotta keep, gotta keep on keep it. On I'm bad at keeping talk. on things. 2023. I'm gonna keep on. We're gonna things. keep doc. We're gonna the fans the have been demanding it. Clips are up. Reels are up. We're gonna get the YouTube to 1K. We're so close. We're at 902. So That's so close. 98 yes. more motherfuckers, and we get a thousand YouTube subs. Then we're a podcast. Now we're chugging. Now, now we're, we're chugging along. Next thing you know, we're selling Alpha Brain. It's it's <laughs> talking about podcasts. I'm trying to sell creatine. If I to 16 year olds. If I start selling stuff, that's gonna rule. Everyone know that. I need it. <laughs> okay, it's not because I think you should buy it. It's because I need. I I got a wedding to pay for now. Yeah, I got is, a family. We have got, a cat. You've got twelve bachelor parties that you're gonna have to finance, and you're gonna. Have, <laughs> yeah, you've I got, got a lot. So of, many. I, got, I have. I have to drink with the boys so many times that I have to sell the the fucking. You've got to do the my Squarespace. My Squarespace. You've got to do, and you've got to do the most unbelievable. My Squarespace. <laughs> yeah, my Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> Pillow.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta do my Squarespace sheath. <laughs> you gotta do the most un. You know how they do like the personal story on one of those things, and it'll be the most unbelievable. I bought thing. it today, and I love. Or it's it. just like you know what? I really hate all the times where I'm going. I have to go to the post office to get postage, and it's like, how much are you doing? This is stamps.com was the. I, I well, every time I listen to that ad, I go, what the fuck are you talking about? Who <laughs> needs stamps this much? Also, I listen to your guy. It's a podcast about your life. You guys sleep on an air mattress and just You're play never video mailing games. Anything. You've never mailed a package. <laughs> it's just a, I like it when sometimes they'll let it slip where they're like, I don't even know where the post office is. And then they'll be like, use our promo code slouch to go and get it. Uh, doc talk. Doc talk, yes. Um, I watched one called, uh, I haven't 100% finished it, but it's, it's the most insane shit I've ever seen. It's called Don't Pick Up the Phone. So it's this guy who would do these, like, they're prank calls, essentially. And he'd call, like, McDonald's, Wendy's, 
in small towns and he'd be like, I'm a police officer with such and such a county. One of your employees is under investigation for uh, stealing something. Can you get her into the office? And then they have the manager like strip search them. And these people are getting naked. And the, 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 it gets pretty horrific. The worst it got was a manager of a McDonald's got his dick sucked in the office because, all because, a guy on the phone said he was a police officer. A guy on the phone said he was, and he managed to spin that. He spin managed it into gold. <laughs> no, to literally spin that, that yarn so hard and that. You, but who's the guy on the phone? Was the guy on the creeper, phone the man? Dude, I, I, this is the problem is I haven't finished it. So they find him eventually. But he's a creeper guy who just calls on a payphone. He's like, hi, I'm a police officer. And he goes like minuscule step by step. But he gets these people to like completely undress, throw their clothes away. The police officer does. So the guy and on the phone is is dictating this whole thing. Like, this you got- whole thing. It, it, he's calling from somewhere. He's calling from like Palm Springs, Florida. Yeah. And he's just talking to this guy in McDonald's in Albuquerque. And he's, and he's got like some some naked girl because they he's like told her told the strip searcher is like rubbing her naked butt on some random manager all because he's saying this through the phone. Because it's that's the wildest scheme it's I've ever heard of. So horrible! It's crazy how there are just managers out there that are like going with it. Well, it, that's it's tough to trick both of them. That, I think there's now one you're manager that's like the only funny part about it <laughs> is that there's <laughs> one manager that's not really challenging at all and being like, "Well, listen, we got a man on Palm that's Springs that the, says he knows he what he does." He does it doing. so many times. He's do, he, he does it hundreds of times. That's how horrible and horny men's brains are. Is there like the inch of like <laughs> leverage of being like. You could ask her to suck your dick. They'll just <laughs> jump on it. They'll just be like, oh, it's a cop on the phone and he's telling me. It's a cop on the phone and he's That's telling me it. that this has to happen. This is official. He's got a warrant for I me mean, to do this. It really is that it's it's crazy that he could like almost like shoot a dart at any place and there's a shitty enough well, person to go along with that. He did have a method. This was my other maybe possibly funny part about this whole horrible situation. Yeah. Is he would only call like small town Restaurants. They they They're avoided to, to saying it in the documentary. They called stupid people. He called <laughs> stupid people like specifically. You can catch some of not our best and brightest. We're I, not sending them out there. I bet if the one time you know he called like a a Seven Eleven in New York, the yeah. manager was like, "Hey, Charlene, this guy's trying to get me to get you fucking naked. Get out of here, you fucking pervert! <laughs> Slam!" Like it took two seconds for people up there to be like, "This ain't I, shit." I'm sure if he called like the Glass McDonald's downtown in the Loop or yeah. River North or something, <laughs> they would probably put out a thing about it. Like that would probably. Well, now be- it would never happen. I feel like people are like, "Yeah, when did it take place?" This was like early 2000s, 2003. Man. That is an absolutely... It's, you have to watch it. That's the because wildest scheme I've ever heard. Obviously, like... And it's crazy because the, the one the, the one case they really focus on, that really cracked it open, was this McDonald's, right? And the assistant manager lady who answers the phone is is engaged to the manager who's there. He's the guy who, like, commits all these sex crimes. Yeah. So, like, it mind-warped them so hard... That she was like, yeah, have this young lady come in, get naked in front of my husband, have her, like, sit on my husband's lap. Like, she was going along with it, too. She got that bought into this. This he, man is he's a mind snake. convincing. I mean, the powers of evil this but man is using to just go. It's so confusing because you're like, as a human being, you're like, there's got to be 
And then, of course, like, there are some stories of, like, him, the guy, because he's done, he does it hundreds of times. So there's, like, another restaurant where he's, like, got, he's got part of the way there, and then somebody comes in the office and is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I'd imagine that would happen sometimes a bit. Yeah. If someone just came in like, hey, I'm here to talk about changing my schedule, and then there's just a girl <laughs> that's just naked bending over. Yeah, being like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you strip searching Caitlin? And having to be like, no, there's a, there's a man on the phone. He's from Palm Springs PD. He says yeah. he's legit. Yeah. I've, I've got I've to put my fingers in here for some reason. It's nuts. It does seem like when someone walking in would like knock away whatever spell that he's managing to do yeah and, he's uh, just got like a gravelly and like, it's like what is this manager of mcdonald's thinking that's while that's thing. happening that, he's he, got to just be like this is the best country in the world he truly, a cop <laughs> is asking this to have like what you can't there's gotta be like I, it's impossible to think that there wasn't a point where this guy was like this is bullshit but let's just see like that's why he's in he did I, go to jail both I, of them I, went to jail yeah, I think it's like at some point maybe he understood the lie that was happening and was like, mm. it's kind of like if, he must if have. you go to he must like, have. if you go unless to, you're the stupidest man in the world. I mean, but then it, you're still going to jail. Everyone's going to jail. It's, I feel like it's like maybe like if you go to even if you go to McDonald's, like this would be an analogy. If you go to McDonald's and they give you like someone's like, "Why, well, yes, sir, you paid for some extra french fries." And then they give you like a wink and then you're, "Oh, wink." Like maybe as he understood like this girl's got to get naked. <laughs> Oh, she does have to get naked for me. Like, he kind of understood <laughs> that this was going in his favor immediately when he received the call. And what just a... didn't, didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't care enough about people to, like, didn't make care it stop. damn about a human being at all. He'd been cleaning vomit out of slides for a while. That was what like, I started that last night, and I was, like, starting to be sleepy. And then the first episode, I was like, this is fucking nuts. So then I watched the second, and then fell asleep in the third. That's absolute insane. It's a wonderful way to fall asleep, I think. It is a good way to fall asleep. Is that wait? Did you fall asleep during the second and then you watched the? So you were doing like, like I watched. I watched some justice happen because yeah. then I was like, justice has to happen. Got I watched it, it. and mm-hmm. then and then I fell asleep when they they're gonna catch the creep in the third one. I'm sure every show can be like that show Kaleidoscope if you just fall asleep enough during. What's that it. show Kaleidoscope? That's the new show they came out with where like you can watch the. It's like a heist show. There's eight episodes, and you can watch it in whatever and whatever episode that hate you want to Fuck watch I, it. Hate in. a heist. I Not hate a fan a of a heist. I what about fucking the, hate heist. It's dude. so much hygiene. Leave it where do. it is. <laughs> you guys don't need it, and I'm not entertained by it. That is a good point. Everyone that does a heist, they don't. It's always someone that's in a suit. They're always living ritzy. It's all the same stuff. You can, always people that can afford like have like uh, advanced climbing equipment that they can afford that laser cutting thing. It seems like give me. See, they always go high-tech with heists. I like very <laughs> low-tech heists. I like, let's, like, steal Jimmy's $20 for Coke or something. That's, That's a movie I want to see. Because then they, you see real people do real things, not like, oh, I'm going to nope. use my 3D glasses I can see through walls. I'm going to dress up as a chef, and I'm going to go in here, and you're going to hide under my hat. Yeah. I steal like your it. grandma's Percocet. <laughs> That's a movie I want to see. dun 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 I like it where no one's got names. No one's walking in being like, well, Mr. Black, uh, just someone just someone going through a dog door to get their fucking ant's back medication. <laughs> just, uh, Make that a film. If you shot that in a normal heist movie fashion, 
That would be actually legitimately. It's Top all just charts. like in such a shitty beater car rather than like a nice like white van that's got like satellite phones and in it. And he's waiting there going, come on, <laughs> come, come on. on. <laughs> and he has like National Geographic toy walkie-talkies. <laughs> you guys got to get out of there. It's just got, you know, like Krusty the Crown. <laughs> I really want to get high. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, rather, rather than like just like 10-4, we've got an owl that's coming in the barn just being like, you guys got to fucking hurry the fuck. You guys know I can't keep the car running this long. dun 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 no, no, no. But you watched the doc. I watched the doc. I watched the Bernie Madoff doc. We were uh, talking a little bit off mic uh, where you think it's one of these financial schemes where it's like, well, one of these, again, the rich got the rich. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, that's it's, what I thought it was. It's a crime where, like, one of these big wigs, and guess who got hurt? The big wigs got to taste their own medicine. Uh-huh. And turns out he was just targeting Holocaust victims, uh, which is one of the most vulnerable so groups. They're targeted. They've they, been tar- they, they were- thought they were in the clear, quite <laughs> honestly. You could tell a lot of them thought they were in the clear. They were in Florida, and they thought there's no way that something <laughs> something so terrible. Like, they, you could tell they... Some of them had like a. They thought they got their quota, and then this man comes along, Ellie Wiesel. Ellie Wiesel, who was the one that wrote the book Night, which is very good. There's uh-huh. a. It's a horrifying book. I used to read it when I was in high school before I went to bed, and it was terrifying. And, night, um, like N I G H T. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like night. Because there's a book that's one of the books is like don't it's like say a, it like I'm stupid. No, no, no. I had to think about it because I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, you, you went. You went. Yeah, like night. Like what I. No, fucking no, no. Said. I swear like to God. Night. Yeah, I like swear night, to night, you. Like night is you night. You spelled and I can't do spelling in my head too. I honestly that was a fifty-fifty shot. I don't know how to spell. I can't spell when things are spelled. Just making out loud. sure you know we aren't talking about medieval nights. That's all it would. Saying. It would make more because one of them I think is called like day or something like that. I'm gonna have to go to. But like one of them is about not being in the Holocaust, and you don't want to listen to that one. You know what I mean. You want the good stuff, but he said. Oh, I see. I get you. He said uh, that uh, Bernie Madoff was the worst person that he'd ever met, and this guy's met a lot of bad people because yeah. of the Holocaust. Because yes, because the Holocaust. You'd probably and run into some bad folks. You move into not the nicest chumps. <laughs> you know, someone your mom wouldn't want you playing with is who you're going to run into in those places for sure. And so he, this is what he would do: is that his scam was people would say, "Where's my money?" and he would go to his computer. And he would be like $20 billion. And he printed it on a laser dot printer and he would hand it to him. And they'd be like, I'd like to. They would ask him questions about it and they'd be like, where, the, where are you getting this money from? The problem was he never lost money ever. So in his 30 years, he always got a good return. And people would be like, that's actually impossible. We'd run the numbers. You'd have to have more money than has ever existed in all the gold mines in the world. And he'd uh-huh. be like, you can take your money out if it's good. And they're like, no, 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 we're not going to take our money out. <laughs> and then so like, he would always threaten. The second someone would be like, let me look at those books, he would be like, I got a book for you right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people would be so intimidated, and they wouldn't do it. And they'd be like, all right, we're going to keep it in. And then eventually the whole banking system collapsed. And he's like, I've never had money. And the, it, it ends in kind of a note where he's like, I've never had the money the whole time. It kind of feels good to get this off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I've been broke. Like he feel, he has this moment of being like, I'm just so glad I don't have to hide about it. And then of course in the documentary, cut to just a bunch of Holocaust survivors just being, you know, just staring and just being like, man, this is, this is maybe the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's a lot. This is man, this is number two, but it's this, feeling it's, like number I one mean, right now. If you had told me after number one that anything <laughs> would come close to number one, and the fact that I'm here right now is something special, I'll tell you right now. I mean, I thought never. <laughs> I mean, this is oh, that sucks. Because he would, yeah, he. Uh, Ellie was what was he spending? He was just spending it on cool shit in New York. He was, yeah, he was spending it on cool I shit. He that. was keeping up appearances. A lot of it was he. He was, you know, having to take from Peter to pay Paul. Right, so right. A lot of it was just at some point. 
you're just doing it just so it doesn't. It seems like, honestly, it was a full-time stressful job of 15 years of lying. Yeah, I feel bad for him. And Kenyon. Kenyon's probably in the same situation. He asked me for money to pay you and then asked you to pay money for to pay me. I mean, I feel bad for him, poor guy. He's probably tuckered out. The is, is that Bernie Madoff, it's like, guys, I never had the $37 billion. But with Kenyon, it's a little bit sadder. because like, guys, I never had that $97. I, I, I never had the 90 The 90, The 95 was a complete lie. Guys, I told you the 95 over text. All I had is a $20 Starbucks gift card I got for Christmas. It's been a whole fraud. Honestly, I'm relieved to tell you guys. <laughs> he will be back next week. I feel bad we're, talking shit about him. We're, and he's going to make a triumphant return. Yeah. He's he's doing uh, he's doing com- he's doing comedy when you can do comedy, you know. He's doing comedy in North Carolina, getting it, all the shows. He, he's all, performing in every city in North Carolina. He's right doing now. the North Carolina tour. I was talking Literally. to someone. He's doing he, he might actually be there in Cherokee when I'm there. He'll probably make <laughs> he's it. He's probably doing the main room in the, he's in probably the casino. Doing the main room in the casino. Every time I see him he is headlining rooms and cities. Like, he's hit the main cities I know, and now he's hit cities I've never... Roanoke Rapids? Is, yeah, I've, you never, don't, I've it, never heard of that. I never even got an offer to go out to Roanoke Rapids. <laughs> I didn't even know they were doing comedy out there. The next thing you know, they're building damn near statues for Kenyon out in Roanoke Rapids. God bless them. Dolly Parton's brother has a uh, theater out there that failed. It went under immediately. It was okay. the only thing that was ever built in the town. And then I think it went under in about four years. And there's just this big monument to uh, nepotism uh, people out there. And guess who's performing there? Who? Probably Kenyon. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know. You ever be like cornered at a thing with your uncle? And he just kind of brings up. That was what that was. Yeah, I was like, I thought I was. Here's the thing: is I really thought I was going to go somewhere with it. You have no idea how much I believed in that anecdote. That was like literally at the after the last bite, and he goes, "Ah, you know, Dolly Parton's daughter's got a theater over there. You know, who's going to be performing there? Yeah, probably your buddy. (laughs) Anyway, what do you want to drink? Like it's just one of those like crazy like oh I that was like you know the, the scene in the other guys where they jump off the roof that's what that story felt like I really thought I was aiming for the bushes and I was like yeah I mean you should really learn to invest and in, not invest in such greedy people in your family so Ken what are your dates what's going on yeah I, uh, I'm just doing the humble jungle if you're listening to this it'll be like uh, next Wednesday um, it's gonna be fun as fuck look it up. If you want tickets, I think you have to follow them on Instagram and then they do a thing. It's like really cool and hip. So mm. if you're not cool and hip, don't even don't fucking even bother. Don't even come. But please, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe because we're just trying to get to 1K. Just got to get to that 1K. Just everyone tell a friend about it. Tell two friends about it. Just tell everyone you know. Tell five friends. Tell f- then you don't have to do anything. You don't. You don't even have to. Here's the here's the best part about it. You can clips. You can click subscribe. You don't even have to fucking watch. You don't even have to watch it. That's crazy. You ever have your friend post like a really long thing you don't even watch, but just to support <laughs> them that you redo it? Do that. Do that for this. That felt so pointed. And Not to Nick. <laughs> I have never done that to Nick. I watch a lot of Nick's things. I. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate it. You guys are great. Hey guys, you just listened to another episode of Fuck You Dad. Uh, if you could follow us on our Instagram, which is F-C-K-Y-O-U-D-A-D podcast. That's the important one. Uh, we also have a Twitter account, which is F-C-K-Y-O-U-D-A-D-P-O-D-C-A-1. If you could follow that. Also, uh, please submit any father stories that you have that you'd like us to... Uh, 
make fun of, laugh at, or share, uh, shoot that to our Instagram DMs. And if you could please uh, go ahead and rate the podcast, share the podcast with uh, your friends and family that might enjoy it. And keep listening. Thank you so much.